Jacob Cooperman and Nigel Petty Fernandez. Your go-to podcast for basketball's forecast. All right, man, spread the floor, episode 50. We've been doing a lot of projects recently, but we have to throw it back to our modern day, our our home, our uh, the come up. You know what I'm saying? Episode 50, the big 5-0. Good old faithful. The episode 5-0. Uh, we're going to be conti- continuing, excuse me, with this 10-minute format, and we obviously have the other show to expand. That's but right. today we did want to talk about your New York Knicks going on a nine-game win streak. I know, right there. I got the hat. Oh, baby. As How does usual. it feel, man? Let's, let's start off with that. How does it feel to be... Uh, uh, a Knicks fan that is finally getting treated to some actual good NBA action. Well, see, here's the thing. I've been in, I mean, as you know, I've been a Knicks fan my whole life. Right. And, you know, I was there for the Carmelo Anthony days. I was there for, you know, the never getting past the first round of the playoffs except for one year, you know what I'm saying, when they made it to the second round. I think that was in 2012. Right. Uh, and, you know, me getting into basketball more into my teenage years, the Knicks just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Unfortunately. And right, and my mom, you know, she's not into basketball, but she she watches the Knicks with me, and she goes every she goes oh every year you say next year every year they say next year and I'm like you have to believe yeah you, you have you, to believe it's kind of like Santa Claus or UFOs like yeah. you gotta believe you gotta believe to buy into it for sure I was there I was there when they booed Porzingis oh I was there when he did great things oh. I was also there when he was a little bit down bad yeah well we know we all know what's <laughs> going on there we don't have to say we, we all know what happened this is the family friendly podcast yeah and you know what I'm not sitting here we're gonna talk a little bit about ceilings and floors in a second but I'm not gonna sit here and say that they're gonna make it to the Easter Conference Finals. I'm not going to say that we're in a championship. I'm not even going to say that they're going to get past the first round. All I'm saying is that it's nice seeing the Knicks do well. Yes. Well, I did also want to say this, right? It is nice seeing the, the Knicks play well. I think when the Knicks play well, the NBA is a much better place. The league is, is you know, a lot more. I mean, obviously, you're adding a team. Right now, the Knicks are the fourth seed. Yeah. So it's a lot more competitive. There's an added extra team in there that's they play like dogs. They have talent, raw yep. talent. They have a great head coach in Tom Thibodeau. Uh, but you also have to consider the fact that the Knicks now, with winning, the winning that they're doing and the consistency that they're showing, while it's great in the in the short term, what about the long term? Well, obviously we got a great group of kids. We we do have a great group of kids. But what I'm saying is. Right, I guess like the, the draft doesn't even necessarily work for the Knicks, anyways. No, it doesn't. But it, doesn't it, it almost it almost makes you wonder if this team. I mean, at what level are we going to see this team play at? You understand what I'm saying? For the next couple of years, are they gonna, are they going to continue like this? Are they going to get better? Uh, are, are they going to get worse? You know, like I don't know if this winning right now is doing the Knicks the good that it's it necessarily seemed like from the outside. Right, because I think a lot of people are enamored, as they should be, with the fact that the Knicks right now are going on a nine-game win streak. They're fourth in the East. At one point, they were four games back from the Bucks. I don't know if that's still the case. <clears throat> and and a lot of people are enamored by that, as they should be. But we also have to think about the long-term consequences of having a winning season like this. Such a quick turnaround, because it was like let's call a spade a spade. It was a quick turnaround. Well, they were they were doing pretty decent the whole the whole season. You know, no, they, no, no. They I'm saying left. in terms of season on season. Oh yeah, no, this no, season absolutely. is is a, I don't want to say it's an anomaly because these guys have earned their spot in the four seed. It's a little bit of a phenomenon. I'll it's say a that. phenomenon. It's not an anomaly. Yeah, it's a phenomenal anomaly. Well, it, it was it was just the right culture for you know we got a lot of good young kids. You know, what I'm saying we got Emmanuel quickly coming here. We made a lot of good moves. We got Derrick Rose back. Um, you know what? And it kind of took the same turn as the Heat did last year. Yeah, where it was like you know what? There, there's this new 
there's this there's this kind of culture that we lost in the NBA as a whole. Right. Where like you play really, really, really hard and you do well. Sure. You know what I'm saying? It kinda of turned into more of a you gotta get a superstar and then you play well. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And the Heat kind of proved it last year that if you have a group of kids that wanna win, you'll win. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a superstar, so to say. And I think that the Knicks kind of saw that last year and took it. I think I, in the end you do too. I yeah. think it depends on the what's going on in the NBA. Because we saw it in last year's five. I mean, listen, all credit to the Heat. They took the Lakers to seven games, but the Lakers in the end seven failed. Seven games. Six games. Six games? Oh, five or six? Six games. They lost. It doesn't they, matter. It, they, they, put up a, they put up a very valiant yeah. fight, but at the end they lost simply because, you know, the Lakers are very consistent. They have LeBron James. He's a star. AD, he's a star. They had all these guys that were stars. I just wonder if all this winning that New York is doing right now, let's frame this in terms of playoff time, right? What happens when they get into the playoffs? You know, do they? is it a first-round exit? Is it a second-round exit? I mean, this team plays with a lot of grit, but we don't, we don't really know. That's my main whole thing. That, that's my whole thing is, like, what does winning now do for this team? And I think that's something that not a lot of people are thinking about. It's something that I even didn't think about until I walked over here. I said, wait a second. What? How is this going to affect the Knicks going forward? Obviously, I know they have a lot of capital. I know they have. They have a lot. They have, I think, two spots left. Right. So they have they have room to play with, and yeah, uh, you know, sure. obviously, it, now that they have this more competitive team, I think the allure of MSG might bring some more guys in. Tom yes. Thibodeau might bring some more guys in. But I'm just curious. It's it's almost. I I want to ask why why now are the Knicks doing it? And obviously, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't tank and all that stuff and. You should want to be competitive. You should want to play competitive basketball. But it almost seems to me like you, you get into the playoffs, but th- then what? Right? Because think about it. They're going to – I mean, I don't mean to be a cynicist, but the Knicks are going to get bounced by, I think, a better team at you, some point. You're worried about them going into limbo. Yeah, like you know, you know what? Because I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Yeah, no, they're kind of in limbo They're right kind now. of in limbo right yeah. now, except the difference with us is we have all this – Draft a lot capital. of draft picks. So I, I just don't know. I don't know what the Knicks are going for right now. It seems like they're just content with winning games, which is fine. But at some point, you gotta be, you gotta say, what next? What do we want to do next? That's my whole thing. I don't know if that's something you thought about. I wanted to kind of see your reaction. Oh no, to that. I have an answer. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> the, Knicks, right. the Knicks are the Knicks are a big, uh, big market. You know. The, just the, mm-hmm. the allure of MSG is big. It hasn't worked out for us recently in right. probably in the 2010s, but it has worked out in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Carmelo Anthony, for example. Sure. So, you know, Amari Stoudemire, you know what I'm saying? J.R. Smith, you know what I'm saying? We had a good team at one point. Uh, so I think that the Knicks got a little bit unlucky when it comes to draft picks, and that's all right. We got, we got, a, little, we got a group of kids that are willing to fight, that are willing to grow. All we need now is someone to just give them that one little push. And you know who it's going to be? Zion Williamson. Yeah, he did. He did say that he liked the allure of, of being in MSG, and he said it's his favorite place outside of the Pelican Stadium he, to play at. He was he was supposed to go to the Knicks. He was. The Knicks were supposed to get the number one pick, but they didn't. He I was. think that I think that when his contract ends in twenty twenty two, I believe I looked it up. I believe that when his contract ends, he goes to MSG and he plays with with his old friend R J Barrett, and then that will be enough talent to attract a big superstar. See, you know, it it might very well be right, but you have to consider the fact that that Derrick Rose is older. He's a great asset to have. He brings leadership. They do have a lot of young, talented guys. Mitchell Robinson. Um, I know they got Nerlens Noel. He's been going insane on the defensive end. A great shot-blocking center. And then they have Julius Randle. They have emerging talents such as R.J. Barrett. Uh, so the allure to play there is definitely strengthened. But I wonder 
if if you had the let's let's put ourselves in the in the shoes of players, right? If you had a chance to go to the Knicks, right? Or if you let's say you're Zion Williamson, right? And you're balling out for thirty a night, and you know there are a lot of teams are looking at you because a lot of teams will look at him. He's an extremely talented oh, yeah. kid, without a doubt, without a shadow of doubt in my mind. Do you go to the Knicks or do you go to say I don't know the Nuggets? Say the oh god, even oh, what what. I'm trying to think here. Just any, like, the Celtics, you know, like, just hypothetically. Like, aren't there teams that would hold more of of, of a, an interest in a player's mind? And, again, this is not me being a Knicks cynicist. I think the Knicks have been fantastic, and i really like for them to get some better players. Yeah. Right? But, you know, you got to look at it in that sense, too, where it's like, do you, do you know, do you go, if you're a talent like Zion, to a team in the Knicks that's kind of, like, building up right now? And is competitive, but is still hoping or to get win those. Now. Or do you go and you 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 have a much better chance of contending for a chip? That I think will be the question, and that is still what what leaves that kind of question in my mind, where it's like, well, well, what do we see? Do we see this Knicks team in the future? You know, but I I do like the idea of them getting a couple of killers and, and yeah, I think I'm Zion... rooting for this Knicks team as much as it sounds like I'm, I'm <laughs> bullying them this podcast. I think I think Zion goes to the Knicks just. All right, well, obviously, it's kind of a radical claim, but I think that it's very possible just because of the fact that RJ is there, and RJ will, they're good That's friends. True. That's true. They've been playing together for, they, they played AAU together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? RJ can sit there and be like, yo, come to the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? We got, we'll have another spot after you come. We'll add somebody else. We can get somebody else here. We got a good team. It's like, don't, like, the, yeah, the Nuggets, sure. Whatever. The Nuggets are good. This, that, Celtics, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat. You can go where you want. And also, I think it's also more alluring for Zion to come to the Knicks because and have I think it be his team. Yeah. Exactly. I, was, I was just about to say, it's, there are some guys exactly. that will want, like a Dame Lillard, that will want to go to a team and make it their own and try right. to bring it to the playoffs organically. Yeah. Right. And also, it's like the Pelicans are not, you know, I'm saying I gave the Pelicans a lot of praise just because. Of the, the great young core that they had, right? But th- they don't look like they're trying to hold it together. They look like they're trying to get rid of Alonzo. Uh, it could very well be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, see, I wouldn't be surprised if that team kind of fell apart a little bit. And then you know Zion's looking for somewhere to go, and his best friend RJ's like, "Come over here. Come win with the Knicks. Come to Madison Square Garden. We got great pizza over here. Yeah, we got, we got great pizza over and here. Pizza. Come. Yo, you, could you imagine the hero that Zion would be? If in his career he brought a championship home to the Knicks, so the first one in 50 years, dude, could you imagine the heroes that he'd be eating in New York City? Oh my God! And you know how much he, he loves likes those. To eat. Man. That's what I'm saying. Um, very, very interesting. I want to see where these Knicks go. I want to see what they do this season and in f- and future seasons and just in you know free agency or over the course of the draft because you can obviously get some late round diamonds. So you know, just because you don't draft in the top 10 doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you're not going to get a quality player. I want to see cuz they got to steal this year in, in Emmanuel quickly. So it could definitely happen again. No, I, I, absolutely. And you know, you're right. I see I see Derrick Rose probably retiring with the Knicks or retiring quickly after the Knicks. Um so, you know, obviously within the near future we're going to have to get a good point guard. We're going to have to get someone to fill that gap. But I, I see I think it's very realistic that Zion would consider the Knicks yeah. after his contract yeah. is over, yeah, especially so. with the way the Pelicans are looking right now. Yeah, for me it's just a little bit it's a little bit too many questions just at this point that I well, want. I think his contract ends next year. Yeah. The end of next year. So, so. We'll, we'll see what happens. But uh without further ado, that has been the episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thank uh, you for 50 big ones, by the oh, way. 50 That's big huge. ones. That's and I, huge. We just started our next project, but we're definitely going to continue doing that. Absolutely. So tune into, the, tune into the Jacob Kuberman Show. Stick around for episode 51 coming next Saturday. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.